Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. It is Wednesday, June 7th. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. So you guys have been kind of following me, tracking with me for a little while now. We are on episode number 470. So we are getting closer and closer every day to the 500th episode of the Heidi St. John forward slash Busy Mom podcast. And we've got some pretty exciting things coming up for you, not the least is which the release of Becoming Mom Strong. So hang on to your hats for that. Couple of things I've heard from many of you, dozens, in fact, I would say hundreds of you who are interested in being part of the launch team for the Busy Mom book. So my new book, Becoming Mom Strong, releases on September 17th of this year. And we are going to be looking for a whole bunch of you to join our launch team. And there's going to be some really awesome things that we do with the launch team. And if you're interested in being a part of the Heidi St. John Becoming Mom Strong launch team, please stay tuned to the podcast. So the launch team will be announced. We're going to actually give you guys opportunities to join it at some point in the middle of July. And then the launch team itself will start going around the 1st of August. So for those of you who have asked, I'm trying to answer you right now. we got a lot of stuff going on, but we want you to be encouraged about what's coming and what we're planning for the release of Becoming Mom Strong. So if you want to be part of the Busy Mom Becoming Mom Strong launch team, which by the way, a whole bunch of you have been asking, What's, what are you doing? What's the point? Why did you write Becoming Mom Strong? But the driving force behind Becoming Mom Strong is to equip this generation of moms with the truth that comes from the Word of God. And so I believe that God's Word has the answers to every single question, every single one that this generation of of uh, Christians is asking. And so we're going to take you back to the Word of God and Becoming Mom Strong. We're going to talk about what is happening in the culture today. What are the hot button topics? What are the things that are making moms scratch their heads and go, what in the world? And we're going to say, hey, is the Bible relevant? Does God have something to say? Does he care about what's happening in the culture today? And I believe the answer is, is a resounding yes. And so if you would like to be part of the Becoming Mom Strong launch team, we have a very limited number of openings for that. And when I announce it on the podcast, at the same time, I will also put in the show notes a link and you can fill out an application to be part of the launch team. And we'll kind of go from there. But I wanted to let you know, we are definitely... We're almost to that point, and so many of you have asked, I thought, you know what, it's time. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it on the podcast. So there you go. If you want to be part of the Becoming Mom Strong launch team, stay tuned, and we're going to have an application uh, up on the podcast here in just a couple of weeks. All right, so today is Wednesday. You know, it's kind of the middle of the week. Wah, wah. And honestly, I came home from Chicago on a little bit of a high. I love meeting so many of you in uh, Naperville, Illinois at the ICHE convention. Yes, they call it itchy. 
okay? I asked. I said, what's the name of your convention? Do you say the IHE convention? And they all said, itchy. So if you say itchy, hey, man, it's okay because they're doing it in Illinois, all right? So I came back from the um, itchy <laughs> convention, really thrilled. I was there with the Benham brothers and just excited to see what God was doing through them. And honestly, they have the same sort of message that I do, which is truth to power in the culture, not my power, not the power of the Benham brothers, not the power of a publishing company, but the power of the unchanging, infallible, inerrant word of God. And the Bible says that the power of a praying parent avails much. The person who comes before the Lord and asks God, a righteous man, the prayers of a righteous man are powerful and what? Effective. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to be powerful and effective. And we can't be powerful and effective unless we realize a couple of things that are wrong with our life. Right? So the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy that God's word is powerful because, wait for it, it teaches us what is wrong with our lives and how to live godly lives in the present age that we find ourselves in. Nobody really likes to hear that, right? Let's be honest. It's a little bit of a crowd trigger, even for you guys on Wednesday who are listening to this. And I met a whole bunch of you in Naperville, Illinois this last weekend, and I know that you are folding your laundry right now and you're just going, oh my goodness, is Heidi living in my house? No, I'm not living in your house. I'm living in my house. And I can tell you, <laughs> these things are happening in my house, in my house. We're dealing with these kinds of things. So I want to take you to some, one of the points that I made in Becoming Mom Strong. So it's been years now. So since I had this conversation with my mom, might be nine years ago. It's been a while. So I'm looking at Jay. He's nodding at me, and I'm figuring I'm, I'm, I got to be on the right track, but I'm trying to keep it straight uh, about when this actually happened in my life. But I can remember vague booking. So some of you guys know the definition a vague booking. Do you guys know what vague booking is? So vague booking, like if you make a vague hint about something. So all of y'all, notice how I did that, listening in the South. You guys say, you hear the you guys, that's the Northwest girl in me. You guys say, bless your heart, when really you mean you're stupid. <laughs> right? We talk about this sometimes when I'm out on the road speaking. I lived for a long time in the South, so I totally get it. In the in the uh, Northwestern United States, where in my neck of the woods, people go, hey, you guys, you're stupid. Like they'll just kind of come out and say it, but we vague book, right? We we don't necessarily want to come out and say, this is what I'm really thinking. And we sort of hint around it, which actually isn't a bad idea, right? The Bible says in Proverbs, the right words spoken in the right time are like apples of gold in a silver setting. Or like my mama used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. If you're not sure what the Lord's asking you to say, just be quiet. But years ago, when I was still learning this lesson the hard way, and let me just, I guess we'll just have a moment of silence for every single one of you who can identify with me in that I learned everything the hard way. Moment of silence. And you're welcome. <laughs> right? So everybody who learns things the hard way. So I made, you know, a long time ago, and you guys are going to hear the whole, you know, you'll read the whole story and becoming mom strong when it comes out. But let's just say my mom and I were, were trying to recover from a really difficult place in our relationship, a difficult time in the life of my extended family, the life of my family of origin, my mom and dad and all of our siblings. And my mom had said something to me that sort of hurt my feelings. Do you guys know what that feels like? When someone says something to you and you're just like, are you kidding me right now? 
you knew exactly what you're doing. At least I felt that way. I felt like my mom knew exactly what she was doing. And so I began, rather than take it to the Lord, right? I did uh, what I wasn't supposed to do. I phoned a friend, <laughs> you know? I called somebody who could say, hey, or who, I called somebody who I could say, hey, listen to this horrible thing that happened to me. And she would commiserate with me and tell me, oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. Right, right, right. We get into this gossip thing that we do. And so I thought about it for a while and I sort of vague booked about it. And in, in right about the middle of becoming mom strong, I sort of admitted to this failure in my life, this thing that I was dealing with at the time, because social media is a little bit of a dumpster fire, isn't it? On uh, on on the whole uh, internet right now. And I knew, I guess this is the bummer for me, right? I knew when I vague booked that little hint on my Facebook page that the person I was talking to would eventually get it. And honestly, if I'm going to be completely honest, I would have to say that secretly, I actually kind of hope that she would get it. I hope that sooner or later, she would know that she hurt me. And if I was being really brutally honest, I would have to admit that I wanted to wound her back. And you guys know by now, the person I'm talking about, unfortunately for me, was my mom. All right. So before I posted on online, before I said anything, I came up with sort of a whole bunch of variations on, you know, take that <laughs> in my head. And then I landed on the perfect mixture of what I thought was Christianese and Wounded Warrior. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? So it tumbled out like for everybody online to see, right? I was thinking, how can I make this sound, you know, Christianese? Because I knew that if I called her out by name, I'd be fouled in a technicality, right? Because that would clearly be wrong. So I did what any reasonable, immature, spiritful woman would do. Instead of calling her out, I just hinted about it. Or rather, I should say, maybe I should say, <laughs> instead of calling her on the phone, I just hinted about it, right? That was mature. You're welcome. I know. You're super proud of me, right? Even now, I'm not entirely sure what I was thinking, but whatever it was, it wasn't smart. So I'm upset with my mom. And you guys all know it's my mom by now. I'm upset with my mom. She's offended me. There are what feels like there are a hundred years of offenses in our family, things that happened that kind of wounds that felt, you know, still felt raw and questions that I wanted answers to. And the Lord is asking me to extend forgiveness and I was still not ready to extend forgiveness. And my mom and I were actually kind of getting along, but she said something that just wounded me. And so rather than being mature about it, I did the only thing that I knew how to do. And I just decided I'm going to work this thing out on Facebook, right in front of the whole stinking world. And so I wrote, Lord, please help me to have a forgiving heart. And some of you are doing that right now. Some of you are on Facebook and you're writing, Lord, please help me have a forgiving heart. And the person that you're writing that to knows exactly who that was for. And really that's what you're trying to do, right? You're not saying the person's name. We're being really sweet and kind about it. But at the end of the day, but like, I really hope that the person who this is intended for actually sees it because that's what we want, right? It wouldn't be any fun unless the person that it was intended for could see it. And I think it's so important for you women to really understand the thing that the Lord had to teach me. And that was the simple thing. It wasn't just between me and the Lord, this offense. It was between me and my mom for one thing. And you guys, by the way, my mom did the thing that uh, she should have done which was to pick up the phone and call me like a grown-up, right? I know, it was weird. My mom, she, she did the right thing. She called me on the phone like a grown-up. 
And that was weird. Not weird that my mom did it, but just weird that anybody would do it at all because so often we don't do it. And not that long ago, I was sitting amongst some friends and I was listening to some of, I was listening to a couple of moms talking about a new pastor who was being interviewed for their church. And this is where I want to talk about gossip because it's so important. So I, I'm upset with my mom. And rather than do what God says in Matthew 18, the Bible says that if you have a grievance against a brother, take it to your brother. Take it straight to your brother. And instead of doing that, I did what a chicken would do. I did what, I did what a coward would do. I did the emotionally and spiritually immature thing to do, which was to post about it on Facebook, you know, anonymously, of course, because I'm a Christian. So of course, I'm not going to call the person out by their name. But God knew what I was doing, and certainly my mom do. And as I was sitting the other day in the salon listening to these women talking about their pastor, or actually not their pastor even, the guy who was um, candidating to be a pastor. And I and listen, my husband was a pastor for almost 20 years. So I understand you know, changes in churches. I understand hurt in church. I totally get it. I understand when your pastor leaves or when your pastor disappoints you, when there's a new pastor that's appointed or a pastor who's been there for 150 million years resigns and you have to find a new guy. So I'm listening to these two women talking about uh, this, this man who is candidating for their church. And the way they were talking about him made me think about the way I spoke about my mom on Facebook that day. And nothing that they said was edifying, not a single thing. In fact, I wanted to call this young man I wish I could have figured out who his name was by listening to their conversation. I wanted to call him on the phone and say, you know, warning, you know, there's a huge yellow caution light. Don't go to this church. These people are going to eat you alive. You guys, we are called to love each other. How will Christ's message ever be effective in the culture if we can't love each other? And instead, we are drawn into gossip and into drama and into all kinds of things that pull us into kind of, I think, the thing that we are wired to do in our flesh, which is to be unkind and sort of disobedient and sort of rebellious. And I want to just take you back to what my mom said to me when I was talking about her rather than to her, which honestly is what these two women were doing in the salon the other day, right? They were talking about this guy who was candidating to be a pastor of their church rather than to him. And the Bible says in Matthew 18 that we're supposed to go directly to the person, so if you're listening to this right now and you're gossiping, can I just say, knock it off. If you've got a grievance against your brother or your sister, your responsibility before the Lord is to go directly to them before you take it to somebody else. And if you're like me and you posted on Facebook, that was a direct violation really of Matthew 18. So instead of going to my mom and just saying, mom, you said this thing, I'm sorry, but we were having your awesome meatloaf the other day and you said this thing and it hurt my feelings. Can we talk about it? I did this sort of passive aggressive thing and posted, Lord, help me have a forgiving heart because it was kind of the perfect mixture, I thought, of a wounded warrior and Christianese. And I just want to encourage you, if that's what you're prone to, like me, the voice of the Holy Spirit would say, please don't do that. Go directly to the person. There is something powerful, men and women, about going to the person who has offended you and saying, this, this hurts me. Can you explain it to me? I mean, some things are self-explanatory. If somebody's sleeping with my husband, I don't need much more explanation than that. I get it. But nine times out of 10, the things that divide us as friends, 
and divide us as believers are not as serious as the scenario that I just mentioned. They are things that people say that wound us inadvertently, and we don't get to see the heart of the person. I kind of think that's what happened between me and my mom. So my mom, so my mom, after I, you know, air my grievance with her on Facebook, my mom calls me, right, on the phone, like a grown-up. And she was like, hey, Heidi, if you've got something to say to me, I wish you would just call me. And you know what? I suppose I could have done that. But Facebooking about it seemed safer and easier. And if I was going to be honest, I would say just as effective. And as I was sitting there thinking about what my mom had said to me, it occurred to me that I wasn't doing what God asked me to do, which was to go to her and say, you know what? This offends me. I don't care if it's your mom, it's your sister, it's your neighbor at church, it's the woman that you're sitting next to at the salon and you're getting your hair done. God wants us to have um, his priorities at the top of every relationship in our lives. So if you are the woman who's talking about the candidate who's um, thinking about being your senior pastor, can I just say to you, give him a chance. God is doing something in his life. Pray for him. The best weapon that we have in the culture is prayer. If you're bummed at somebody, pray for him. If you're worried about that relationship that your seven-year-old child has been fostering at school, can you pray for him? Can you ask the Lord, Father, could you just intervene? Lord, will you give me your heart, your eyes, your vision, your passion for this particular situation? And then trust that God will do it. He will do it. We aren't called to vague book as Christians. We are called to pray. I wonder what would happen, men and women, if we spent more time in FaceTime with each other and more time in um, prayer and the reading of the word, more FaceTime with the Father in heaven. I wonder if that wouldn't change radically the way that we relate to each other on earth. I think it would. I think it would change the way that we look at each other. I think it would change the way we look at our children. I know for a fact it changes the way we look at our spouse. God said that we are supposed to love one another. The Bible says that they will know we are Christians by what? by our love. I think it's interesting to note as we kind of bring this podcast to an end, uh, I know some of you are listening to this and you're just like, I can't believe it. How he's talking about gossip, blah, 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 blah. I, I would love to sit here and tell you that I, I'm free of gossip and I've never gossiped, but it's not true. I think that we gossip with each other for self-gratifying reasons, right? We want to make ourselves look better and so we put somebody else down. But God is doing a kingdom work. He is doing a kingdom work in your life and a kingdom work in my life. And the only way that we will hear what he's doing and listen to him and be obedient is if we are praying and asking him to show us what he wants us to do. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it might benefit those who listen. Can I ask you today, who is listening to you? Who is listening at the hair salon? Who is listening at the homeschool co-op that you guys are a part of? Who is listening at your church? Who is listening at your Bible study? The Apostle Paul says that we are not to let any unwholesome talk come out of our mouths, but only what is helpful in building others up according to their needs. Why? That it might benefit those who listen.
I hope that you've been encouraged today in just something that God's encouraging me in, which is this whole idea of no drama mama, being a no drama mama, or if you're a dad who's listening today, just disengage. If you see somebody who is talking about people around you in a way that's unhealthy and unconstructive and ungodly, uh, I just want to encourage you to do exactly what God encouraged me to do, which was to walk away. This doesn't mean you have to make a statement and say, you guys are sinning. I'm going to exit from the conversation right? That's actually happened to me before. Can I just say it's not helpful, right? Because if if the Holy Spirit's not working on the part of the person that's gossiping, it's not going to help you to wag your finger at him and chastise him. But God was just saying to me gently, Heidi, this is not for you. It doesn't benefit anyone who's listening. And it's not building anybody up according to the needs. Excuse yourself from the situation and walk away. So I started to go, hey, you guys, would you excuse me for a minute? And I just left the conversation. I don't want to be a part of it. We are not called to be a part of gossip, not to be a part of discord or jealousy or fits of rage or selfish ambition or slander or gossip or arrogance or disorder. That's from 2 Corinthians 12, 20. So I just want to encourage you today to be who God says you are. Withdraw from gossip. Moms, we need each other. If God is doing something around you, if you have a new pastor coming in, a new leader of your ministry, a new homeschool co-op director, I don't care what it is, we should be praying for each other and encouraging each other up the way that Jesus would have us do. I want to encourage you, if you have not yet subscribed to the Scripture Writing Challenge, we have a brand spanking new one going this month for the month of June. We are talking about the attributes of God and what makes Him a good, good father. So check it out at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. And we also have a a couple of really awesome opportunities coming up, which I'm going to talk to you guys about on Friday. Woot, woot. I can't even wait because you know me. I love Friday. And we're going to be talking about some of the things that God's doing in the ministry and also a couple of really great ideas for you to kind of take you into the weekend to help you cherish the people around you. So get into the Word of God. If you want to reference the verses that I talked about earlier, Ephesians 4.29, it talks about not letting unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And 2 Corinthians 12.20 talks about what it means to live a life that's pleasing God. You guys, hang in there. We need to be ready because the Lord says He's coming back soon. And I'm actually coming back maybe even a little bit sooner because I will see you back here at the podcast on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.